0: Welcome to the Leading the Line podcast. It's just Chris here today. I am flying solo um, because th- there's been some things happening in women's football recently that I think it would be good to give a wee update on. And also because I've got some insight from Glasgow City's training uh, session this week ahead of their trip to Spain to face Wolfsburg in the Champions League quarterfinal uh, next week. So I thought I'd kind of do a bit of a mash-up just to kind of get everybody up to date. Um, so what's been happening? So uh, let's, let's start with fixtures, first of all. Um, in terms of fixtures... Uh, We have an announcement coming uh, on the 21st of August In terms of who's going to be playing who On the opening day of the season Um, That opening day will be the weekend Of the 18th of October It's currently scheduled as the 18th of October But I would imagine given historical Evidence and The kind of TV deals that we are just about to talk about That there will be a game on the Friday night uh, Probably on BBC Alba um, To kind of launch the season Very similar to as it was the case back in February-March time Before the world went To ruin Um, But yeah So uh, Yeah So fixtures are coming Uh, We do address to see What kind of comes out The back of them Um, In terms of the TV deal Yeah so there's been uh, Increased coverage uh, Announced uh, Not only on BBC Alba But also on BBC Sports So uh, We are now Going to have 12 games Broadcast live On BBC Alba um, which is great, uh, expanded coverage in that regard And BBC Sport Online after initially picking up One every three, four weeks I believe it was uh, previously They are now going to pick up a game every week Via the BBC Sport website So that means that each weekend there will be at least one Live uh, live SWPL game Available to view uh, For viewers in the UK, which is fantastic um, Obviously some weekends there will be two but there's a game on BBC Alba um, So yeah, it's fantastic progress And it's great to have more opportunity for people to watch a game That maybe can't get along to it Though, of course, as always, as is the case on this podcast, we have always encourage people to go to the games. So if you get that opportunity, then please go visit a game and show your support because it'll make it look even better on the television. when people are watching it, which is fantastic. Um, speaking from TV deals, let's move on to the Champions League. We mentioned that we're going to be on BBC Alba. Um, so, yeah, game is BBC Alba at 5 o'clock against Wolfsburg on the 21st of August. That's next Friday. Uh, when you listen to this, it'll be... Friday coming. Um, there's going to be some more preview activity on the podcast in the build-up to that, so we'll be doing a podcast with Christina Freira um, uh, next week, um, what I'll be dropping, and fingers crossed, all going well. I'll also be speaking to an uh, expert in Wolfsburg um, for the podcast as well, so that should be an exciting bit of preview activity, and we'll do something on the website, just as a bit of a written write-up as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, Glasgow City due to fly out next Wednesday, uh, ahead of their game on Friday in San Sebastian. A couple of things of note that have happened uh, since kind of uh, all this has occurred, um, as well as the game being BBC Alba, um, the rest of the, uh, the games in the Women's Champions League, so the remaining quarterfinals that feature teams like Barcelona, Leo and Arsenal, they will all be on BT Sport, as will the semi finals and final. Um, and secondly, there's been a, a, an outbreak within the Atletico Madrid Femenino squad. Um, so, what that means is that, as it stands, a number of their players, I think it's six just now, are in isolation. And this is like to UEFA kind of making a decision in relation to making sure the games get played. So the 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 decision from UEFA is that 30, the, a squad, if a squad has 13 fit and ready players, I'm not going to get lost in the negative and positive terminology because, to be honest with you, it's been blowing my mind and we've made a mess of this twice trying to do it. So 13 fit and ready players, at least one has to be a goalkeeper, uh, then the expectation is the club will fulfil the fixture. So that could mean that a, a full squad Could be going in against a squad with two subs And potentially not even a sub goalkeeper So it's quite extreme But at the same time, do you need to get the games on? It'll be interesting Hopefully we get some good squads together So that we don't have to kind of cross that bridge But yeah, it's definitely something to bear in mind When you start watching the fixtures At hopefully the back end of next week The Atletico-Barcelona game is scheduled At the same time as Glasgow City against Wolfsburg Then you have Arsenal against PSG And Lyon against Bayern Munich he says, pretty sure that's right. Um, So, yeah, good good games coming up, so keep a wee eye on them uh, going forward. But yeah, back to Glasgow City, as I said, due to fly out. Um, Their training on Wednesday was fairly open planned, we've obviously been back in contact training a little bit longer than everybody else in the women's game. Um, They had some of their new signings here, like Janine van Wyck and Christina Freyder, who will be on the podcast, um, as well, some of their their new signings on looking as well. So, Um, Yeah, it's really hard to tell with training They obviously had a friendly against Manchester United Which they lost 4-0 last weekend But again, friendlies You can't take masses away from them in that regard either But uh, yeah What I'm going to do now is I'm going to throw over to me Speaking at Braid Home, uh, first of all you hear from Megan Foley and then you hear from Scott Booth and they're just going to be discussing obviously how their last six months have been and then looking ahead to the game and the next season. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, your support is always is appreciated. We are looking to grow the podcast even further over the next kind of 12 months as the season comes back and uh, if you want to come along that journey then please subscribe, tell other people about it um, and hopefully you've enjoyed everything that we've done over lockdown so we have... Um, We've managed to get podcasts out with most SWPL clubs. I've uh, spoke to lots of players. spoke to some Scotland national players as well. managed to get some stuff on the website. And uh, we've done some stuff with some, some other organisations as well. So it's been quite cool. But, yeah, for now, I'll we'll leave it to Megan and Scott. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. And we'll speak again soon. First of all, it's been six months since that game against Celtic the last time Um, you kicked the ball How's how's the last six months been for
1: you? Um, It's been hard actually, I think it's been hard for everyone Um, Being in lockdown, not having your teammates around about you to do training So trying to train on your own can be quite difficult For so long you can do it, but then after that it gets to the point where motivation starts to lack But I think we have done really well as a team to keep the standards high and keep the fitness levels up So in the end, we're all okay, which is a good thing
0: um, I know I went through a bit of a, a journey as a person over the last six months. What, what has it been like for you in terms of the moment you realised it stopped up until mostly coming back just now?
1: Um, it was hard, like because we already initially had that break, like just after the Christmas period and stuff like that. So to then have an even longer one made it more difficult, and mentally it made it so difficult as well. To just there was no football, like try to kick a ball about with yourself isn't that fun. Um, so yeah, it was pretty of a pretty much a bit of a journey as well, try to get through things and then, but we got there.
0: Um, when did you find out that you were able to come back?
1: I think maybe about, was it middle of July, end of July, I think we ended up coming back, um, which was good, like it was great to like finally get a date, to come back and start training again, we started off with that non-contact, uh, staying the two metres apart, which is a bit weird to start off with, because you just naturally, <laughs> you want to... Like tackle your teammate, but you can't really get you know allowed to do that. So first couple of weeks were a bit weird, but then after that coming back into contact again was much better.
0: Um, you've obviously back in contact training. Just been watching some of that just now. How, how does it? How do you feel in terms of if you think about going into the season at the start of the year in terms of now in terms of your levels?
1: Um, yeah, I don't feel that much off the pace. Like I think like training fitness to match fitness is like a totally like everyone will know that's totally different. So. Like on the training field, you might feel quite sharp going into a game. You might still be off the pace a wee bit. So we're just trying to gauge and trying to get us up to that match sharpness at the moment. So just try to bridge the gap between that. Um, but no, it seems to be pretty good at the moment.
0: A couple of changes in the squad as well. You've got some new teammates coming in. Obviously Janine Van White, Christina Freyda. Uh, I know Sharon was kind of watching from the side today as well along with Aoife. Um, How they kind of got into the squad? I know it's been kind of a gradual implementation at the moment.
1: Um, yeah, they've been great. They've fitted in quite well. It's just try to get to know them and them getting to know us and the style of play that we play. So because we've been out for so long, for them to then try and step in and figure out what we're doing, like they've done well in that. And It's good to have them in. like The experience that all of them have and what we can give them and they can give us is, is a good match. So.
0: Looking ahead to next week, um, obviously... Ton of protocols. I'm wearing a mask as we talk. We're quite far away. I'm used to being a lot closer than this. Um, uh, How's do you know what? How much do you know about what you're going to have to do when you get over there?
1: It's going to be a tough match. Like we knew straight away, like quarterfinals. Any any match was going to be difficult. So um, for us, it's just try to stick to our game plan. Um, Work as best as we can um, to just try and match them as much as possible. Get in their faces. Like that's pretty much all that we can do. And uh, work to our strengths and. You never know, like some teams, like when you're the underdog, you might get a little bit lucky and sometimes when you're the bigger teams, like you might not play your best but we just have to go out there, it's a one-off match, we just need to go for it now it's not that two legs anymore so we just need to go all the way through and just hope for it
0: Yeah, managed to get some game time during the weekend there down uh, down at Manchester How did it feel to actually be kind of, I know it was a friendly but Friendlies don't really exist (laughs) How did it feel To actually get and Play a proper game
1: Oh it was good It it still felt a bit weird Like you were like Do you still need To stay away from them Like it was a bit Awkward to start with But yeah it was good It was It gave us an idea Of where we're at um, Match fitness wise And kind of gave us An idea of where We need to be at So it gave us a good idea of what the challenge is to come ahead so it was good to get the minutes and the legs and get all the teammates playing together and give them an idea of what it's going to be like so it was good good to get a game
0: You obviously mentioned one off game um, I don't think anybody's under illusions about the size of the task if Wolfsburg have boosted the squad even yeah. further over, over the kind of last few months how do you approach a game like that when you kind of go on the end because obviously for Glasgow City over the last few years it tends to be the other way around. Yeah. Um how do you approach a game like that?
1: you just got a pretty much fight all the way to the end you, you just can't stop, you've just got to use all the energy that you've got and just go for it I mean, there's no point in yeah, conserving energy and things like that so I think we just need to, as a team stay really strong as a unit, work for each other off, off and on the ball and just hope for the best, Like that's probably the best way to approach a game like that we always knew it was going to be difficult so we just have to go for it and hope for the best
0: Kind of looking ahead to the season the fixtures are announced next week. Actually, while you are playing mm-hmm. in in Spain, so it's a nice double, kind of double yeah. news day for some people. Um, looking ahead to the new season, obviously, been changes everywhere. Kinda of had a bit of a false start, but it seems to be lots of positive momentum. More coverage, to kind of announced today as well. How, how do you feel about the season coming up?
1: Yeah, I think the season will be good. Like, it's good to see that other teams are now investing like money into their sides, and and that it's good for Scottish football in general. I think like we needed something in there um, just to pick up the league and make it a little bit more entertaining for people and make more of a challenge for all teams. Um, so it's good to have like that sort of challenge coming back into it. I think. All sides are now starting to get stronger, so it's going to be a difficult challenge this year. But we just need to step up and do what we can do.
0: First time, well, first time I've been back round the bit of Glasgow City squad in, in six months. Um, how's the last six months been for you, Scott?
2: Very difficult indeed, but they have been for for everybody. Um, it's been really, really tough. But it was it was just. When it got to that stage where we were looking like we were going to be going back into to, to training, you were just relieved because you were never sure when that was going to happen. And then once you knew it was going to happen, it was a little bit of excitement that you were going to get back to doing your job.
0: It was a, a unique situation for everybody as a, as a coach. What, what did, did you approach it in terms of getting players back in back into the, the, the swing of things?
2: So? Well, it was, it's been really tough. It's been, for me, a, the, the biggest challenge because... When we first came back in we were training in threes So you've got a group of three there A group of three there A group of three there All over the size of a full pitch Because uh, that was the households And um, I'm standing in the middle of the pitch where they are there shouting and screaming From about 40 yards away So then it went to fives And although you're training and you're getting back into it It's lost time in terms of pre- preparation for a, for a quarter final of the Champions League So it's been really, really tough. And then when you are able to go back into contact, thanks to James Anderson's money and being able to test, then you're kind of in contact with now with a a time frame that you have to get them fit, you know, football fit, match fit. So that then means you're speeding up the process of their training plan, which you would normally do over a six-week plan. You're doing over a three-week plan, um, and that incurs... You know, little niggly injuries, tightness. So it's been very, very difficult to to get that right, and it, it is for for I, I suppose any sports person that's coming back from four months um, of not doing what they do, and then having to to do it within a month.
0: Uh, you've mentioned, obviously, the groups and then bringing it together. you have also been integrating some new players into the squad. Yeah. Um, you've got Janine Van White, Christine Afreda, and Sharon Wojcicki and Aoife Akova were here today as well. I and mean, that's just another layer of complexity for it. How have they settled in?
2: Yeah, that's tough as well because they were all coming in at different stages, depending on where they were in the world. So, um, again, it was a shorter time frame with the, the, the new ones and then they've got a shorter time frame then to, to get used to the the, the teammates the you know the environment everything so, so that that's been tough but you know now that they're all in um, you know the last ten days two weeks have been much more normal uh, of training with a group that are getting to know each other so yeah it's it's going well
0: you, you have managed to get a game in and um, travelled out to play Manchester United the weekend how is that in terms of obviously it's a friendly so that's I'm guessing it's very much about just getting back in a game environment
2: yeah I mean I, I, you know, it's trying to get the, the, the rustiness out of, out of players. You know, you need... If you look around the world and when teams come back off of um, the summer break or whatever it is and they do a pre-season, there's not uh, a team in the world that doesn't play at least three, four, five pre-season friendlies. And that's just to get the rustiness out of legs, that's to, to work on uh, certain aspects of your, your formation, your tactics... But for for us, it was just getting you know 11 v 11, um, and getting the the players on a pitch and be, having that environment where they're looking around at, at time and space and communicating with the, their new teammates and all those things um, were more more important than the actual game itself.
0: And looking ahead, obviously you're flying over to Spain next Wednesday. Um, do you know yep. much about in terms of what to experience in terms of the protocols when you arrive?
2: Yeah, we when we arrive we direct to hotel, we're all in our own, our own rooms, um, socially distant you know, at, at all other times, um, masks inside, um, and then we get tested on Thursday morning, and then from there we'll, we'll train on Thursday late afternoon at a training complex, not the the actual stadium itself, which is normally the, the case. You would train the, the night before on the actual pitch. Um, but we will be able to get the opportunity to go and look at the, the, the stadium that we're going to play in. Uh, but we'll just get to look at it and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the first, uh, first game for you will be at San Sebastian, the Bears of home stadium. Um, in terms of the opposition, Wilsburg, I think we all know it's a, it's a massive task. They have also improved their squad. They've signed the likes of uh, Pauline Bremer um, and uh, Katten heidrich as well as Lana Oberdorf. Um, yep. In terms of it being a one-off game It's still a massive opportunity But does that reduce the odds in your favour just a little bit?
2: I think if you'd asked me Would I rather play them over two legs or the one I would say the one But I don't know how how much um, Easier that's going to make it To be honest Because for them as well It means they can put absolutely everything into it For that one game So yeah It's a, it's an absolutely massive, massive task You're playing against one of the best teams in the world In the women's game And with the, you know, household names on the pitch and um, i think you know the, the task is huge but i think you have to to go in with that mentality that you know in, in football if you prepare right and you do everything the right way and you you play as you mean to that you you always have some glimmer of hope that you can cause an upset but um, i'd be lying if i said that we weren't huge underdogs
0: You've mentioned, obviously, the James Anderson in terms of helping Glasgow City get to the Champions League. He's obviously made wider investments across the game in general. Yeah. Um, fixture announcement's coming out in the next week or two, actually, while well, you're, you're in Spain. Um, is it good to just to know that football feels like it's coming back?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think it's it's what we want. We want to have a league season again. We want to, 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 to have a champion. We want to make sure that... Um, the women's game can, can you know, start that momentum again and, and, and build and become much more competitive in this country and also um, hopefully seen by, by more people and um, yeah that, that's what it is, it's about trying to build a women's game in Scotland.